Last time on What Are We Even Doing? Oh no, Tom, you've been shot. All I need to know is who's tailing me and why. I gave you the money, now give me back my son. All I want to know is where do the drugs come from? Did you take them? It's the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. I don't think I'll ever be able to solve this. Can you? What are we even doing here? What are we even doing here? Just like me, from the dead, after being shot at the end of the last episode, we're back! With a new episode of What Are We Even Doing? In case you're wondering, it was all a dream. Guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> After that, I, I'm. you know what? Probably our best ever. You think so? Uh, probably. Let's toast to it. But before the we year do that. The awards are already set for that one. Let's ring that bell. I didn't fuck it up this time. Hell no. You got it. I thought you were going to say, hell yeah. So when you said no, I was like, what? Huh? Guys, it's sequel time. I'm proud of that. I am too, actually. That I'm, was, I'm that was, yeah, that. we should be. That was like the intro to a good sequel, and guys, we're doing a good sequel today, because our last episode... We're mm-hmm. our last episode... I, got a, I had a bad case of Hopker... <laughs> Hopkinism is what I was trying to say there. You see, it flared up on me again. I had a bad case of Hopkinism there. Thank you once again, Michael Buffer, for welcoming me. <laughs> welcome, wel- welcome, 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 welcome. God damn it. All right. Guys, last episode, we did the last Nitro. Mm-hmm. With a little simulcast. Yeah. Do a little under-the-radar wrestling program called Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Little mom and pop shop. Oh God! Today, we're doing that episode of Raw. So this is both the same episode, or I'm sorry, not the same episode. The episode of Raw from the same night as the last Nitro, mm-hmm. featuring the simulcast. This is also the go home show for WrestleMania 17. I know there's SmackDown, but you know what? Eh. This is the go home Raw for WrestleMania 17. Arguably the greatest pay per view of all time. Mm-hmm. Even still, I think that that it's in the conversation, which it's pretty fucking impressive, quite frankly. It it's equally impressive and also an indictment on the current product. Dude, what what mania are we about to get this year? 30, 38. 38. So from 17 to so 21 from from what? From 1738. <laughs> what? It's the beginning of a song that was popular. I'm sorry. Okay. So from 1738, which means... <laughs> I can't believe I got you to do that. Which means a total of 21 WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. And we're still talking about 17 as being yeah. the one in 21 and 1. Like, which, which is like... Wow, it is 21 and 1, isn't it? Goddamn right it is. Um, which is like, okay. Inarguably. Sure. The overall talent of the roster nowadays is much higher than it was back in those days. 
from from top to bottom. From top to bottom, yeah. Like sure, in, in, I can, in, in an right. overall. If if I like, let me just clarify. I'm not arguing. Yeah, I'm just saying from top to bottom because like you go 17, your 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 main event is Rock and Austin when they were at the mm-hmm. zenith of their powers. Yes, <laughs> I mean, like, but everything yeah. past that, sure, yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, the un- like the under the, the undercard now yeah. bell to bell is better than the undercard then bell to bell. Yes, but the undercard then bell to bell was still very good. But I I understand what you're saying and you're right. My point is, and we haven't even gotten close. <laughs> Not even, dude. A fucking mid card match on Mania 17 is Triple H and Undertaker. Unbelievable. If if I recall correctly, I think there's 11 matches on 17, and I think <laughs> Triple H and Taker go on like five. Like, and it's all the fault of the the machine. It is. It's not the wrestler's fault at all. Hmm. Like, no, I, I think that we've said this before on here, but I do want to say it again, at least for my own sake. Whenever we bitch about the current product, we are seldom bitching about the actual performers. Yeah. Unless it's Austin Theory. Oh, unless it's Austin Theory or a handful of other ones. Yeah, God damn it, he sucks. I really have to name him, though, because... He's fucking boring. It's an act of hatred. Yeah, but like ninety percent of the time, we're not talking about the actual workers here. We're talking about the yes, the bullshit around them. You mm-hmm. know, like Jesus. And bullshit is plentiful, overflowing straight out of the bull's ass. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to talk about on the? Shoot promo part. I know we just kind of had one of these. I do a little bit. All right, go for I it. I do a little bit. Sounds good. I'm going to be plugging something for the next couple months. Sounds good. Ghost is coming out with a new album. Okay. It's coming out in March. I'm very fucking excited. I already have it pre-ordered. Dope. They released a single a couple days ago. It is awesome. Okay. And I'm just super excited. That's all I wanted to say. Good for you. That's awesome. I know you hate ghosts. I don't I know hate you ghosts. actively hate ghosts. I don't hate that I like hate them. Ghosts. I don't even hate that you like them at all. No, you do. You really do. You're just being argumentative right now. <laughs> okay. No, you're the one who is being argumentative. Let me set the scene. Okay, real quick. Guys, if you haven't noticed, there's a theme where if you fucking needle Braden about something for no good reason and he gets real mad, it's fucking funny. I hate you. I hate you. We all do it. Anyways, I'm a punching bag, but I don't care. So, <laughs> I said something about Ghost having a new song or whatever, and we got onto the subject of music talking in our group chat. You said, this is incredible, this is incredible, Ghost is probably okay. Yeah. And and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> I think Ghost is pretty damn good. And you said, I couldn't tell you anything about Ghost. I which can't. Is fine, I still can't. Which is fine, but that just means that your Ghost is probably okay. It's just a needless attack. I'm just fucking needling you. Well, it's fucking working. By the way, uh, the song that you did recommend me to listen to or whatever, I did listen to on my drive home that night. Mm. It was alright. It'll grow on you. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Did I have anything? Uh... I... Watched no wait we're still in the shoot promo part right? I mean this is really loose. Here. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, I sore sore. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I actually oh um I don't think I've talked about it on the show yet or not. 
And if I haven't, if I have, I don't care. I'll do it again. I watched a little movie recently called Super Dark Times. It mm. is available for free on Hulu as well as Shudder. I think you talked about it with me in person, but not on Okay. Air. Guys, I, it's, it's, I cannot recommend the movie enough. Super Dark Times is fantastic. A uh, friend of the show, uh, Bartholomew, Barry, AK, whatever the fuck his name is on Twitter. He'll, yeah. he'll listen to this and correct me. That's fine. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, remind me, I have a thing that I need to talk about with him specifically. Uh, he watched it, absolutely loved it. It's a great movie. It's a low-budget movie. It has no actors that you know of in it. Um, the performances are great. The story is great. And it's a weird one because to even loosely describe it is impossible without giving spoilers. Okay. Which is kind of cool, but also a little frustrating because you, yeah. I, I want to be like, here's what happens and why you should watch it, but I cannot do that. Yeah. But I am going to say this: um, as a guy who grew up in the, you know, as a kid through the, like I was born in '84, so like the the majority of my childhood that I remember is the '90s, right? Mm-hmm. As a guy who grew up in that time period and in a small town. It encapsulates what it's like to be a specifically a boy in one of those scenarios because I, I they they don't even really give you a specific time frame in the movie but they reference like the Gulf War hmm. so I can assume it's the nineties ish somewhere yeah. in there. It gets that vibe of being a a boy at that specific age of like you're getting into puberty and you're in a small town type of thing. It gets that vibe perfectly. Mm. To such a degree where I was like, this almost feels like a documentary, but it's not, mm, you know. Okay. And then, I mean, the movie is called Super Dark Times, but I'll, some shit happens, and I hit pause when it did, and it's only an hour and 50 minutes long. So not a long movie. Mm. I, like, I think, for me, standard runtime is like 140, 145, right? Hour and 50 minutes, some shit goes down, and I was like, holy fuck, and I paused it. 25 minutes in, and I was like, shit, <laughs> how is there another, you know, hour plus of this to go? And it was fantastic, the okay. whole time. It was one of those ones where I was like, uh, it, it, uh, I'm gonna call it a horror movie, I guess. Okay. Maybe, I, yeah. Maybe, I, it's hard to classify even, but I'm gonna say, again, trying to not give anything away, there are points in it where it just instills dread. Mm. And you tore. I was like, "Oh God, no!" Um, I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. Um, past that, I have, I have a movie thing. Oh fuck! Oh my God! We watched um, the Dark Knight. That's together. right. We did. We watched we did. it together. Yeah. I finally watched one of the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Yep. It's all right. It's it's. Fantastic, but I'll take it's, all right it's from pretty, you. It's pretty good. Yeah, you you got hung up on something at one point where I was. Dude, even for like, a comic book movie, that's too convenient. I I refuse uh, to accept that he knew that w- exactly where those boats are and that he can get bombs on them before they got there. Fuck you. Fuck that shit. I don't know. Okay, and the way Doesn't that bother it's, me. it's a little too choppily edited for my taste, but Doesn't that's just whatever. the editing comment. I can hear you out on. That, that's that's too convenient for me. I'm still saying the movie's pretty good. The movie is fantastic. Um, 
movie's fantastic. Uh, you, you can think that. I'm pretty sure it's the only superhero movie to ever win an Oscar. Multiple. And the Oscars are our work, so that's fine. <laughs> well, okay. That's a whole nother fucking thing. Um, let's see. Anyhoot, I, I don't really have anything else. Like, I've just kind of been in a fucking holding pattern. I've just not watched any wrestling besides what we watched for today. Yeah. And I watched this show today. Can I show you? I have a screenshot of how I watched this show. Okay. Today. Okie dokie. These are... This is the screen up top. Oh, wow. I have wow. it in mini-player mode, and I'm taking notes. Holy shit. Um, That's... So I have I have two things I would like to talk about, though, that are wrestling-related, just don't fall into our normal segments. Number one, and I don't know what it is that set me off about this the other day. I want to talk about, like, body types in wrestling. Hmm. So, you trained under me. You mm-hmm. trained at Zawa. My mindset on this has always been... A professional wrestler does not have to look like a bodybuilder. There was a time where that was the case. That was the deal, yeah. That time has come the fuck and come the fuck gone. I like the way you phrased that. Thank you. And my take on it now is and has been for a good long while and probably will stay this way. A professional wrestler does not have to look like a bodybuilder. You do Mm. not have to look like an action figure but you should look like you can win a fight. However, there's a huge caveat to this. If a guy visually does not look like they can win a fight, you have to be able to move in a convincing fashion to wherein you can win a fight. Mm-hmm. So when I say this, I'm always talking about, and I know people now say that the casual fan doesn't exist. Politely disagree with that. We should be trying to create new fans. If I go up to somebody who does not watch wrestling, Mm-hmm. knows that it exists but does not watch it doesn't know who any of these fucking people are and I show them just a still photo and one of them is uh, I gotta use current people here um, for the sake of, for, for the sake of my argument hypothetically oh no I don't want to use uh, current people uh, uh, Drew McIntyre yeah big as fuck jack to the fucking gills right I show him a picture of that guy and I show him a picture of... Uh, I'll go across company. I'll go somebody else that I enjoy. Orange Cassidy. Mm. Not comparable physically looking, right? Yeah, or or yeah. visually speaking. And I say, both these guys are professional wrestlers. That's going to be befuddling to that person until they watch an Orange Cassidy match and then maybe they get the... One, they get the joke. And two... They see him work, and they're like, oh, wow, he can move, he can run, he can dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you were to show somebody, uh, say, Wardlow mm. from AEW, and then you show them Kevin Owens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then I, you, I But then you, you watch, you. if you're somebody who has no fucking idea who these people are, but then you watch Kevin Owens, you're like, that guy's a top-tier fucking athlete. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter that he looks like every Joe Schmo in the fucking world and wears shorts and a t-shirt. That guy moves like few others and beats the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. So, this came up recently and I saw it and I was just like, God damn it, like... I'm just curious, like, what's your take on it? I, I've... Uh, a lot of my takes in wrestling are very similar to yours because I was under your tutelage. Mm-hmm. and I And I do agree with that. 
statement if you do not uh, look like you can win a fight you should be able to move like you can win a fight like that's like kinda... is there anybody that you can name as an example of this or something like you you named like the big ones I know Samoa Joe's up there but he also dude kinda absolutely kind of badass to me but that's, right but that I mean might like be because I know how he works sure but like if... but for, for an uneducated fan if you were to precisely hey, yeah this is Samoa Joe they'd be like the fucking fatty and shorts, and then it's like, no, that's that's a bad motherfucker, yeah, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even I might even go a different route, like Zack Saber Jr. Like he's not even somebody yeah. that I would call like a badass. Or, like I'm not saying he's not, but he doesn't wrestle that style. Yeah, and visually he doesn't look what I would call imposing. Mm-hmm. But he has that style in ring dialed into such a precise point. That it works. Um, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. That, dude, when he got signed to AW, that was a big thing from a lot of dipshit fans. They were like, this fucking guy looks like anybody that works at a fucking 7-Eleven. And it's like, he does. Yeah. He does. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but I think <laughs> that that's part of the thing is that, like... That was a lot. That was a lot of me <laughs> cracking from you there. Uh, but it's the thing where it's like... Does he look like a lot of fucking people off the street? Yes, but that's also like a gigantic aspect of that character. Yeah. And then he also... His style in ring fits him as a performer, as a character, and as a person. Yeah. Like he wrestles like a guy from the streets who likes watching All Japan from the 90s. That's Fair enough. Yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, it's all there is. Like, Will Ospreay looks like a guy who considers himself a top 1% athlete in the world, and he wrestles like one, and he is one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just something I fucking wanted to bitch about. I feel you. I feel you. Um, I don't have anything else. I got nothing. Uh, so, all right, guys. Do you have the date for this show? Isn't it the same as the last one? Did you not have the date for that one either? I didn't have the date for that one either. March 26, 2001. March 26, 2001. Monday Night Raw. Roar. Roar. So, this one may be a little bit shorter and a little bit quicker than our last one because we kind of talked about a lot of the fucking... Pete and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, you know, of WCW dies on Friday... What? What was that noise? Uh, Why? I don't know. Okay. WCW gets bought on Friday. They have their last show on Monday, which, even now going back again, is one of the crazier things. Like, yeah. Um, so this is the Raw uh, of the same night. This is the Go Home for Mania 17. Mm-hmm. I love the intro for this. The actual intro thing before the, the Raw theme song. Yes, the, it's it, it would it now today. be Why the then remember? now forever whatever. But like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just loved it. Uh, so guys, guess what? Hmm. Guess what we're bringing back on this one? Everyone's favorite gimmick on this show now. I'm talking about that Vince counter. Reach up into the sky, grab a hold, pull it down, bring it down, bring it down. We're starting with Vince. Got to. Starting with a pretty fucking awesome Vince promo. Yeah. Uh, 
He he's says that... he's watching Nitro on this. Yeah. So like, it's a crazy fucking thing to me to be like, okay, we're watching Raw and he's watching Nitro. However, the shit that he's watching is not on the Nitro that we just watched. Because what he's watching has Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is not on that Nitro that we just covered. Yeah. He's just watching some random WCW footage. Why? I don't know, but when I... Guys, these episodes fucked with my brain to such a degree where I almost was going to pull up one on one device in the house and one on the other to make it make sense. But I am positive Jeff Jarrett is not on that Nitro that we covered. Oh, he's no, he's not. Not at all. But he's watching Jeff Jarrett here. I know. Uh-huh. Anyhoot. He says that J-E-F-F-J-A-F-F-R-E-T-T is G-O-O-N-N-E. Gone. Great line. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, So then we have the actual Raw opening theme song, uh, which... My note here says consists exclusively of CTE because I didn't notice it until this time watching it. It's the vast majority of people getting hit in the head with chairs and shit. Got to. I was like, good God. Like, Is this the one that doesn't have words? Just sounds like Casey arguing. It sounds like Casey arguing. It does. I'm told that the name of the song is Thorn in Your Eye. And if you really stretch your imagination, the end of it sounds like he says, With the door in your eye! But oh, I... Don't, don't punch the door in your eye! <laughs> I... Dude, I know I always try to defend a lot of it. Even when I was a kid watching this, I was like, I don't have a fucking clue what is up with this song. <laughs> hey, you don't need to, though. You sure don't. Get you hype. Uh, Starting off hot with Kurt Angle. Got to Got to. I love Kurt Angle. So good. Flawless. Yeah. Just fucking flawless. Uh, so he comes to the ring. Mm-hmm. Cutting a pretty good promo here about how... So he had actually only dropped the world title at the previous pay-per-view. Mm. To The Rock. To yeah. get us to Rock in Austin. Yeah. Cuss this promo about how basically... Mania is this Sunday and I don't have an opponent. This is bullshit, whatever. All of a sudden, out comes Perry Saturn. No, I'm kidding. Uh, out comes Chris Benoit. Perry Saturn? I always thought this was a good running joke that they used to have when they would edit Benoit out of shit. And people would just <laughs> joke about replacing him with Perry Saturn. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Benoit's old music here? Eh, it's fine. I, I thought it was fine, too. The it's Our fine. Lady Peace one is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a note here that says, I think this is what turned Benoit face, and mm. I am correct. Um, he cuts a promo that has a lot of repeating. <laughs> Dude, okay. He says every line at least three times. I I had a note here about how, like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Benoit. Yeah. Like, 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 take all the fucking horrific shit out of it, right? Like, this was one of my guys when I was a kid. Yeah. I love his work. He could not cut a promo. Like, it was not possible. Like, someone wrote this for him. There's not a doubt in my fucking mind. Yeah. And he still can't fucking deliver any of it. There's one part in this promo that I thought was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he still doesn't fucking get it right. In my mind, he doesn't get it right. 
What what part is that? Do you remember? What part's what? What part of the promo that like he got right or that he that was cool but you didn't get it right? Oh, um, I don't I, remember any specifics from this promo. Okay, so I liked the thing where he says, "I have good news and I have bad news." The good news is it should have been delivered like this. The good news is I don't have an opponent at WrestleMania either, just like you. And the bad news is I don't have an opponent at WrestleMania either, just like you. However, he says it in the same tone of voice (laughs) for both parts, so it's like, this just sounds like you're reading stereo instructions, Chris. Like, this, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I I hate it the way he delivers it. Um, any hoot, gets in the ring. I I have no here, I can't believe that this match was added this late. Yeah. Because this match is on (laughs) fucking the main card at Mania, and it's awesome, and they get like twelve minutes or more for it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, I thought this was a cool opening segment. It ends up going into fisticuffs. Yeah. Cool, easy classic bit where Angle says, "I'd never tap out to that stupid crossface thing." Fisticuffs ensue. ensue. Benoit puts on the crossface. Angle immediately starts tapping out. Yeah. Ed and Christian make the save. I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck yeah, Team Eck. My next note says, get the you-know-what. Little did I know. I didn't know either. I'm so happy. I will get there. Mm-hmm. I am so happy. <laughs> um, My next note says, oh, no, more Vince and Trish. Which means, bring it down now. Yeah. We're at Vince and Trish. Mm-hmm. Uh... Is this where Michael Cole interrupts? I think that was the last episode. I have a note here that says Michael Cole interrupts slash backup singer for Baxter. I think they did it on well, both. Maybe. Okay. I have Anyways. no notes on that. That's all. Yeah. Guys, Vince is fucking Trish during the duration of this episode. What a lucky man. Truly. My, my next note just says, Deborah. Deborah. Uh, wait, what is it? They're asking Deborah about Stone Cold's... That's also later. She's yes. on the show multiple times for yes. a combined 30 seconds. We <laughs> should have had a Deborah counter. Uh, so, so then... <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. Nope, so then... Uh, Taz is here. Taz comes out looking like both a janitor and a biker. Um, <laughs> my note here just says, good theme, shitty gear. It's awful. It's the worst. I don't like this gear on him at all. It just seems like he gave up. Uh, do you like Taz's theme? Yeah. It's Roman's theme. It's better, though. Really? Think? It's different enough. I like it. Um, next out, we have Right to Censor. So, my, my note here just says, Right to Censor. Bastards. I know I've talked about it on this show before. I don't care. I bought into the right to censor bit so hard during this time period. I hated them so much. No. <laughs> I was a fucking dumb kid. And every week they would do a segment where it's like, oh shit, we're going to see boobs? We've never seen boobs before on this show. Boo! And then out comes right to censor. I'm like, you motherfuckers, you've denied me boob. And it worked. It worked every fucking time. You fell for it. I truly did. I, I'm the sap Damn. here. You are the sap. Can I read all my notes for this? Absolutely. A lot is happening. Why did you need to distract the ref for that? What was the point? Uh, so Taz actually goes over in this match, which shocked me, in about a minute, 
There's rampant ref disco- uh, distractions. Right to censor on the outside. The APA and Jacqueline are on the outside. Here's the thing that I fucking want to talk about. Taz wins this match with a Northern Light suplex. Mm-hmm. Is this not a lumberjack match? There's it is a lumberjack match. match. So then why do you need to fucking distract the fucking referee? I don't know. I, I hate distractions in wrestling in no uh, DQ matches. I fucking hate that. I hate distractions in general. Did you know that Simon Miller did a distraction counter for last year? Amazing. Would you want to care to guess how many distraction finishes there were in just in, in, on just Raw and SmackDown in for the, the duration of 2021? Year. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't even know how many matches there were. Probably. Keep in mind, this is Raw and SmackDown for one calendar year. I don't know why, but I, I don't want to guess something too high and then be disappointed. But my, the number that jumped out to me immediately was 167. 163. Oh my god, that's more impressive than you guessing the time, son. It, it honestly is, yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> no, amazed. I can't yeah. believe I was that close. But there's only 52 weeks in a year, guys. So, Dude. like... Yeah, they, it's overused as fuck. Uh, I couldn't believe how short this was. And I, I'm still astounded at Taz going over the Northern Light Suplex. Pointless. Like, I know the guy who invented the Northern... Not know personally, but I know who the guy who invented the Northern Light Suplex is... I don't think he ever won with it either. Like, just was his, his name John Northern? His name was Hase. John Hase. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> after this, though, you know what we got to do? We got to take our hands. We got to throw those hands up. We got to latch onto that Vince counter, and we got to bring it down. You know what my note is for this Vince segment? Hmm. A lot of Vince already. Yes. This is three. Now, here's the thing. Because I watched these on separate days. This is also Vince and Regal. Is this the same Vince and Regal promo from the other one? No. Holy they shit. They are different. Um, I noticed that because I watched uh, one on Tuesday night and the other one today. So not too far. Right. I, I noticed that all of the segments are different. Imagine... <laughs> Imagine that day in production where he, somebody in the back is like, we got double-digit Vince segments. Regal, we need you to film a promo with Vince about the WCW thing. They do it. Regal goes to leave. Regal, we need you to film another promo with Vince about the WCW thing. Well, we just did that. You got to do another one. Well, because... That's for that show. This is for this show. The, the WCW, the second hour of WCW lines up with the first... Yes. Raw. So everything in the first hour with Vince yes. is completely different than what uh-huh. is on the first hour of Which, this show. Which, to me, again, only because adds. In the WCW episode, the Vince and Regal segment is Regal being like, hey, WCW sucks. Look at this WrestleMania fucking jersey that I have. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. This one is, I'm ready for my match tonight because these guys need You're right. You're right. Stuff. You're right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Unbelievable. Crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. So we're at what three? Is this is this three is three? Already? We're at three. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, oh man, I can't wait. Keep in mind that we're already at three. After this, we've got an ad for the fucking XFL. Yes, man. Oh, one is the best year in professional wrestling history. <laughs> it may be like we we may have to go 
like challenge the our friends over at Y two Kill Me and just do the entirety of two thousand and one at some point. But like Y two Jill Me. What? I'm trying to make a Y two J thing, it doesn't work. No. It Y2, don't Y two Y2 uh Jerk off me. <laughs> Y2 jail me? Y2 jubilation? Y2 jubilee, the X-Men character? Y2 jackass? Alright. Y2 serious? Okay. Y2 serious! Um... Anyway, so after this, there's a little thing for Classic Mania Moments featuring Pete Rose and Rikishi. Sure. I didn't note it. Uh, I did, only because it made me remember, uh, for my money, one of the funnier moments in Raw history when they do the uh, therapy session with uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Hmm. And uh, Dr. Shelby asked Kane, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? And Brian just, like, face in his hand goes, oh, no. (laughs) And it's just that thing where they fade in and out on it, and Kane is basically recapping the entire insane story of that character's, like, history or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of it, it's... (laughs) He just goes, "Uh, I buried my brother alive. Twice, I set a co-worker on fire, I electrocuted another one's testicles, and for reasons that have never been fully explained, I have an unhealthy obsession with tormenting Pete Rose. (laughs) It's one of the funniest things that they have ever fucking done. If only because, like, it takes... It... What's the... um, God damn it. What's the phrase? It takes the piss out of... Hmm. At that point, a decade and a half of, of bullshit to take yeah. on with Kane. Him, him just casually, I buried my brother alive. Twice. Like, <laughs> for reasons that have never been fully explained. Uh-huh. That, I feel like no matter what you say after that, it's funny. To oh, me. absolutely. He, I think he even references the Katie Vick thing where he says something like, I had a girlfriend in high school. It didn't go very well. Uh, <laughs> like... I've been married, divorced, lost a baby. <laughs> like, I'm 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 unwell. It's fucking it's so funny. Cause then I think after that, it like the camera moves, and you see Doctor Shelby. I think it's AKA Scorpio Sky, basically just like, oh my god, with that look on his face, and Brian being like, yeah, I told you, don't. <laughs> it's really fucking good shit. Um. So they plug the gimmick battle royal. Why do they call it a gimmick battle royal? Because everyone that's in it is a gimmick. I hate that. It's it's just funny. I hate. It's dumb. It is. That's why I hate it. Uh, I got a note here. Okay. Let's talk my way. Okay. I think, regardless of what anyone thinks about Limp Biscuit. And for that matter, regardless of what anyone thinks about that song, I don't think it's possible to watch that hype video and not get fucking pumped up. Okay. It's one of, like, we, how how often do we talk about hype videos on here? All the time. That one is 
so high up on my fucking list. You like it's in my top five, maybe three ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna got a hot take for you. Go ahead. I don't care if it gets me heat. Okay. I I'm ready. I'm done hiding I'm done hiding this part of me. Alright. The Fed's video packages are really good. I know it's not take uh, controversial. controversial. Big if true. Mm -hmm. I have a note about my way later, and I'm scared to say it. But I'm oh, you son of a bitch! All right, Um, back. So then it's Regal, right? Yes. And then he cuts a promo calling out the Holly family. Yes. And it's not Crash. Right. He just beats the fuck out of Molly Holly. Yes, and also beats the fuck out of Crash in the process. Yep. I loved Crash Holly. Yeah. Um. What? What am I trying? Oh yeah, Doink. Yeah. So, okay, real so quick, just to this, tie this into is the thing, like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. But during the plug for the gimmick battle royal, they showed Doink the clown out in the crowd. Yes. And I was kind of like, "Well, that's weird." Okay. I know that that's not the original Doink. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So then they do this. Yeah. And, yeah. So Rio beats beats the ever-living fuck out of Molly Holly. Also beats up Crash Holly. Dude. And then to make the save is Doink the Clown. But, it's actually Doinkico! Okay. <laughs> Jared Doink! Jared Doink, yeah. <laughs> Jared Doink. Um, it's Jericho. Yes. And he beats... Up Regal. Yep. Because hell yeah. Yep. Um, Jericho. Nope. Regal looks unhinged. Uh huh. As I, as it were. <laughs> Big time. Um. Yeah. So He's also that. still coming off of a very bad black eye, mm. and you can still see it here too. Yeah. 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 Uh, I pointed this out when I was watching. It. It's weird because like. This feud that they had ran for a little while. Jericho, like, pissed in his tea and all this other shit. And then they get to Mania, and Jericho wins. Mm. And it's the thing where it's like, I don't hate it, if only because it's kind of different to see... Like, Regal can pull it off, because Regal. But it is kind of different to see the heel just get foiled every fucking step of the way. And still at the end get foiled again. Yeah, yeah. Um... What was I saying? I was saying I was gonna say saying say a thing. I don't know. Talking about this. Are oh, we ready to move on? Yes, because I, I forgot what I was gonna say. I've got a note or two about this next promo, and we're gonna talk about it. But first, yes, we gotta bring it down. Bring it down. <laughs> it's Vince. Yep. My only note on this entire promo is. Vince is hard about boobs. Big same. This is yo. Oh, big same. Huge same. We're we're tit aficionados here. Hog pork dick is solid. Yeah. So this is where he's stiff. This is where he's talking about Dustin Rhodes, aka Goldust, who, by the way, again is not on that episode of Nitro. Mm -hmm. Um, about how the very true story about how he wanted to get breast implants. Yes. While he was Goldust, and then somehow. Buries the idea of breast implants only for Trish to be basically, without saying it verbally, be like, womp womp. 
And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, this is just weird. And I don't care for it. Like, yeah. Big boob guys. Yeah, big, <laughs> big, big. Uh, big supporters. Which, by the way, if you want to get your boobs done, do it. You can call me a bra. Because I support boobs. <laughs> He'll be here all week, guys. Um, so after this, we've got us a promo, brah. So it's Edge, Christian, and Angle. And one of the things that was said here that I had to rewind and write down in quotes. I'm sorry, go on. You, you look like No, you I'm, I'm listening. So Angle is basically sitting down bitching about Benoit. Edge and Christian walk it up to him, and they go. <laughs> Christian I, says, "Hey, Kurt, we talked to uh, William Regal right before he got attacked by a clown, and he booked a match for us tonight." Him saying, "Right before Regal got attacked by a clown," floored me. <laughs> yeah. I, I I could not stop laughing about it. Also, it's a thing where they just make it makes more sense than it honestly needs to. He could have easily just been like, yo, Regal says we're doing this match. Or he could have just said, hey, we're doing this match tonight. But back then we respected the audience's intelligence enough. Yeah. But for him to just say, right before Regal got attacked by a clown, mm-hmm. he put us in a six-man tag. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Slightly before this, Coachman interviews Regal and Regal sets up Jericho versus Big Show later. I that is correct. Yep, that yep, out there. Yep. And then um, now we have this promo here. Right before Regal got attacked by a clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so anyways, they announced that it's going to be Edge, Christian, and Angle mm-hmm. against the Hardys and Benoit. And I'm like, holy shit! This seems That impossible. sounds amazing! Mm-mm. But then, I didn't know this was on this episode. I'm so I happy! Didn't, I didn't either. I didn't either. But when I heard him say, we got something to show you, I, uh-huh. was, I was up, dude. Mm-hmm. Solid rod. So, <laughs> so Edge looks at Angle. We got something to show you. Yes. Hey, Christian, go get the you know what. Go get the you know what. That's that's the words that he says. Christian comes back into the shot with Rhino. Angle, one of the funniest things. Again, by the way, this is mere seconds after I've already died laughing at, you know, before Regal was attacked by a clown. Yeah. Christian comes back into the shot with Rhino. Mm-hmm. Angle looks from the chair, stands up, and says, What the hell is that? <laughs> Again, I I was just cackling at this. <laughs> Couldn't get over it. What the hell is that? Oh my god. This is also this is Rhino's debut. Yeah. Rhino says something about how I'm friends with these guys, we go way back. Yeah, and friends. And, uh, what is it? What, what's it's the, it's exact the whole words? thing about like, uh, if you're friends with them, you're friends with me. I'll do anything for you, man. I'll bleed for you. Whatever you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he walks out. Yeah. Of the frame, and Angle says, "I don't know about integrity or intelligence, but he's got intensity." Yes, I love everything. It's <laughs> so fucking good. What the hell is that? <laughs> Go get the you know what. Oh my God. Also, what an insane introduction for a character. I love it. I absolutely love it. I do too. And it's the thing where it's like, yes, Rhino was 
you know, known he was the last ECW champion. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, you're still dealing in a world where ECW, although big, wasn't on the same stage as, like, yeah. your WCW. Also, yeah. it's wild that it's on the same show where it's like, oh, hey, WCW's dead. Here's Rhino. Like, there's... Yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of... My next note after that just says, there has been so much that has happened, and at this point in the show, Braden, we are 25 minutes in. So many things are happening. Uh, I, I fucking... I love how much they would just shove into these shows back then. And now you can watch a three-hour Raw and and nothing occurs. Yeah. Yeah. Right before Regal got attacked by a clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, next note just says, hell yeah, my way. Because then they, they play it, but they have clips from the sit-down interview with uh, Rock and Austin. Yep. Our dear friend Cole Havens references it at every bar and karaoke experience. I need to beat you, Rock. Hmm. Cole drifts into this frequently. Okay, yeah. There can be only one. Like, I love it. Yeah, it is real good. It Fantastic. Um, then, uh, I'm going to take a rope. Tie that rope into what's called a lasso. I'm going to throw that lasso up. It's going to hook the Vince counter. I'm going to pull that rope and bring it down. Vince is making out with Trish backstage, and I kind of gagged a little bit. (laughs) But why? Well, because half of it's fantastic, and the other half is Vince, who even at this point looks like a fucking catcher's mitt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then we go to a commercial. Mm-hmm. Then we come back. And then I have to replace that lasso that I had with one of those old person grabber things. It's got like a trigger handle on one end and a claw on the other. Yeah. For getting shit off the top shelf. The, and poor, I gotta, the poor man's Doc Hawk. Yes. I got to aim that poor man's Doc Hawk up high into the air. And I got to latch it onto the Vince counter. And I yeah, got to yeah, pull yeah. it down. We're at six now, right? Uh, yes. Because that was five before yep. commercial. Six after. Uh-huh. And now we're at simulcast time. I, I, my note on this is, this is so long, I'm not watching it again. Oh, same. I fast-forwarded through it. Yeah, yeah. And then we go to commercial. Now mm. then, at the end of that commercial, after you retire the lasso, I have to retire the poor man's Doc Ock. And at this point, I just have to take a wire coat hanger and undo it, but not the end with the hook. And I have to throw the hook part up into the air as if I'm trying to undo a locked car door from the outside. And I have to fumble around until I hit, you guessed it, the Vince counter... And I have to snag it with that coat hanger and pull it down. Because he's back. He's on the phone, which brings us up to nine. How did we go from six to nine? <laughs> well, kissing Trish. Mm-hmm. The simulcast. Yep. And now he's on the phone screaming, you attorneys. Yes. Because the simulcast has gone awry. So Nitro ends with Shane owning WCW. Yes. But we've got more Raw to go. Mm-hmm. So this one couldn't happen on Nitro. Yeah. Correct. But he is on the cell phone just screaming, you blew it, you attorneys. That I, was a thing that, that fucking popped me. I understand that. But yeah. we were at six on this episode with yeah. the simulcast. And then after the simulcast, the next thing you said was nine. No, no. We were at six before the simulcast. It was five when he was making out with Chris. 
Chris. Oh, Trish. Six, six seven on the simulcast. So now we. Would oh, be at seven. I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're right. So we're at seven. Yes. That is correct. Now keep in mind here, when we got to the simulcast at WCW, it was the eighth thing. Yeah. We're in the first hour, and we're at seven already. Yeah. Mm. Also, at this point, between the two shows, holy shit, guys, 15 we'll, Vinces. Oh, we'll get a final if you're counter. Count, if you're counting we'll the simulcast We'll get a final yeah, counter yeah. on both of them. All right. Anyways, but, Vince, yeah, we're you seven. attorneys. My next note is Limp Biscuit's voice is anal bleeding. Oof. Um, Vince throwing stuff is genuinely terrifying. Is this when he's on the phone screaming, you attorneys, or is this a different thing? I think that's, yeah, it's still... It's the gotta be the same. Yeah, he's on, okay, the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on the phone, yep. Um, but yeah, that that's that. We're at seven, um, still. Yep. Hardy's and Benoit and Kurt Deck, Eck, right? Team that's next. Yep, Eck. That's next. Yep. Uh, my note here says, this should be excellent. Mm. Edge looks incredible. Yes. God tier shape. Mm -hmm. This match was fine, but it was so fucking short. Mm -hmm. I was like so excited for it. I would have liked to see more. Two minutes. I wanted to to see more, personally. And then afterwards, Rhino kills everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. That spear he hits on Lita here. That That was something, yeah. They don't call it a gore for nothing. Uh, so a, a small side tangent we go on. Best spear? It's up there. Who's your carved up? Who's carved up? I think we've talked about this before. I felt like we had two, but I wasn't sure. I just wanted to bring it back. I kind of... I um, I, I, mine kind of alternates sure. most of the time. Uh, most of the time it is actually Roman. He's got a real yeah, damn good Yeah, he does. One. He does. He really is. Man, especially those early ones in the shield. He looked like he was just fucking just the driving fuck through yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to go with... I think um, overall, in terms of, like, what is both visually pleasing and what I enjoy as a worker, I'm gonna have to go Roman, but my second place is gonna be Rhino. Oh, big time. My third place, I don't like to say this, but Prime Goldberg was just hurting people, and yeah. there is something selfishly satisfying to watch about that. Fair enough. I always thought Edge did the most with it creatively, but I just never actually... Liked, liked his form. No, yeah, just a falling hug. Yeah, not a fan. Like, early, early Edge was just murdering the Hardys all the time on it. That was cool. But then eventually when he was like, My oh, neck. I need to actually take care of people, also myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my last note on this is it's over already. Yeah. That's upsetting. It's more XFL stuff. Sure is. Yikes. Big yikes. And there's a Taker promo. That mask. From Kane's Kane. mask? Yeah. Dig it. I know I've said it twice already, but just just stiff pork, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That mask <laughs> fucking rules. It's so good. It's almost black on black, but not quite. Yeah. I'm doing it on purpose now. Yeah, I know. And I, we and, all I, and I want her to know that too. Oh, she knows. Yeah. Hard ham. <laughs> Stiff sauce. It's something about pig. <laughs> Not yeah. just the film, but which by the way, I'm still up for. God uh, 
damn it. <laughs> Great movie. Um, you know what's after this, though? Test. Test. This, this is, is a test. 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 <laughs> That's right. It's fucking test. What's the Punisher Andrew Martin doing here? Um... Test versus Xbox, and yep. my note says this should be fucking excellent. Uh, Xbox has to come out to poorly dubbed over Uncle Cracker here because evidently they did not pay for the rights to this song, which is crazy to me. I feel like Uncle Cracker would sell the rights to that song to you for fifty fucking dollars. Oh, you're fifty fucking dollars. Um, I I don't like this version of the character Xbox. <laughs> His shitty little dance. Pisses me off. I it didn't. I didn't even notice it. He's the just, only thing I really noticed about oh, dude, that shit. The that I need to, dance. That oh man, fucking stop. Ooh dude. man, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I really noticed about this so far as the Xbox goes is, and he always did a lot of them. He does a hundred spinning wheel kicks in this fucking match. Yeah, and it's like, bro, I know it's your bread and butter, but goddamn, yeah. Um. Eddie also, Guerrero is the special, guest, the special guest ref for reasons that are not explained. Um, Test you know, be bumping for X-Pac. Yeah. Which is awesome, but at the same time, I'm like, X-Pac's whole career was based on him being small, and Test is continental in size here. <laughs> like, His pants are so good. They are. They're so fucking money. Um, love Test. Uh... Eddie, Eddie's on point here, though. I love the way that Eddie yells. Yeah. It's the best. It's it's. I actually really did like this match a lot. Mm-hmm. Even with the ridiculousness of, oh, Eddie and Test are feuding and Eddie's the ref and, you know, whatever. They end up having a pretty good little match at Mania, too. I've never seen it. It, it, have to, it is good. I'm going to have to seek that. Um... Yeah. Te- the way when Test punches Eddie over the top rope, oh it's dude, so good. Where he like floats over to the top rope and then kind of gets stuck there. It's like, nope, nope, I have to go out. Yeah, yeah. He like changes his center of gravity <laughs> so that he goes over. But uh... yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, after this, Mick Foley out to the ring. Wait. Michael Cole is backstage. Oh, shit. Steve Austin is getting some food at That's catering right. or whatever. That's right. And this is what happens. Stone Cold, can I ask you a quick quick question about your match tonight? You have to team with The Rock against The Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. There's no question there, Cole. No. And then Stone Cold just walks away. Yeah. You didn't ask a question. No. What the fuck you doing? Exactly. <laughs> you know why Why you didn't answer the question? There was, there was none. <laughs> yeah. It ain't none. Yeah. Uh... Yes, then Foley is out. Yes. Big surprise return. Hadn't been on TV for months. Mm-hmm. Cool, fun. I love Commissioner Foley. I like Commissioner Foley more than I like Foley wrestling ever. Okay. You know what I love? Hmm. Mick Foley. Okay. Mick Foley not only is the only one that I think succeeds in this, but should always do it. The cheap okay. pop. Yeah. I love Mick Foley getting the cheap pop. Yeah, absolutely. Because he leans so hard into it. Because it, because I think it's self-referencing. Oh, yeah. Like him and actively I love calling it a cheap pop, even. 
I love it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, to me, it's the same thing as, like, it's almost like if you're watching a comedy that's that's a very farcical comedy, like an, an Anchorman, a Hot Rod, something like that. If they do something where they look straight into the camera and say, or in Austin Powers, even when they look into the camera and they say something that references that it's a movie, mm-hmm. that doesn't bother me in that context. If I were to watch pretty much anything else and they were to do that, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mick Foley being the right here in Cleveland, Ohio. That's fine. <sighs> I love the it. The moment dude. I see anybody else do it, I'm like, "Stop it." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this was actually really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so Foley's out here, and then, oh, fuck, what have I forgotten about? Oh, that's right. Hang on a second. I happen to have here a Batman-style grapple gun. It's quite convenient. (laughs) Reeling it down, bringing it down. That's the Vince counter. We're at eight. Eight. Guys, mm-hmm. Vince is out here to the ring to address McFoley. Foley shows actual footage of him before he was fired, which is this is a level of foresight that I wish they would have now, because you can tell it's filmed then because his hair is different and shit. Yeah, him signing a bunch of fucking bullshit documents that are basically a loophole for him to get back in to do a fucking spot. Mm-hmm. Great, cool, whatever, right? But hey, at least we are not insulting our audience's intelligence. He announces he is going to be the special guest referee for him and Shane at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. So now, I know we talked about it in the last episode, but goddamn, what a great way to just fucking up the ante on something more. Yeah. You have months and months of build. It's father versus son. It's at WrestleMania. He owns the WWF. He owns WCW. Mick Foley is a special guest referee. Linda's in a fucking coma. And has, Stephanie's out has there. more personality in the coma than she does in the promo when she's signing things. Absolutely. Fucking Trish. All of it. It's like, god damn it, it's good. So now, here's my question. Why can't it be like this now? That's a fair question. I'm sorry, what's your question? My next notes lend me to believe we went to commercial and came back to Vince. In the back? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you see, the thing of it is that we did. Okay. So if you'll excuse me for one second, I have to put on this web shooter they borrowed from my good friend Peter Parker. You're welcome. And I have to... Pull it down via the webbing. That's the Vince counter, which brings us up to... Uh, nine. 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 This... My my two notes about this say I like how this episode dives more into Vince's life p- falling apart. <laughs> oh, dude, big time! I love big time. it. By the end of it, he's a broken man. He is eating strawberries alone and is mad about it. And he spits it out and throws it, and he's just. And it's also a thing where it's like earlier, Trish is feeding him strawberries, and he's all like, "I love the strawberries." Yeah. Like, I don't know. What that's, is that? It's not. Uh, <laughs> What is that? It's not. But, like, yeah, dude, like, god damn it. When when people make the joke about, like, it used to be better, mm-hmm. the creative and the writing used to be better. Yeah. He has been on this show eight times. Nine. Nine? This is we nine? Just, we just got to nine, yeah. 
Him Idiot. and Foley was eight, right? Yeah. Him and oh, you're right, you're right. Nine, nine fucking times, but there's been an arc. Yeah. It's top of the show. Top of the world. Bought my competition. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> By the time we get to the end, can't even enjoy a strawberry. And a couple months later, he's eating fruit once again. On oh a yeah. Private jet. That's right. That's right. Tying it back to a previous episode. Uh, yes. Um, I have a note. It says, what a loaded Raw. What a loaded Mania. Um, Dude. After so now, this. Uh, this is Jericho and Big Show, right? Correct. This is Jericho. show. Yeah. Long before. Mm-hmm. Jericho's in some shape here. Yeah. The youth on him. Majestic. Mm-hmm. Big Show. Being there. Uh. Yeah, he's just sitting there. I love this IC belt. I know we talk about belt Always. design a lot. I love this icy belt. Still my favorite. Um, Always. These. So why did the bell ring? Big Show was not in the ring. How did they start? I'm sorry. He, got, I don't he did the triangle drop, drop kick while Big Show was on the apron before oh, he stepped no over. The, yeah, yeah. And the bell ring. Piss off whoever the yeah. ref is. Uh, my note here on this just says these guys are moving. Yeah. In this match, like especially for Big Show, like the this is a pretty fucking fast pace. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's the mayor. Yeah, I don't know where it came. So many people run out. What yeah. all happens? I missed a lot. So they're doing a, a thing where they're tying a lot of the shit together for multiple stories. Yeah, which I so, appreciate. I do too. So, okay, so Jericho's only in this match because of his feud with Regal. Mm-hmm. Kane runs out because he's about to have this hardcore match with Big Show at Mania. Yep. Which also features Raven. So that's why Raven runs out. Okay. So that's why the three of them are fucking around and everything. And Jericho gets fucked out of the win because he hits the lion salt. Yes. And then Big Show pins him after what I'm going to call a stalling choke slam. It might be the best choke slam of all time. It's like, real it's good. So fucking good. Um, yeah, I have a note. It's just a hell of a choke slam. And then. Uh, yeah, that's that, and then they keep fighting around, and Kane kills Raven. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Whoopsies. Um, so then there's a thing in the backstage where The Rock is looking for Steve Austin. Yes. He asks a dude, "Where's he at?" And he's like, "Down over there." there. Yeah. Down there, left, right, up. What? What is it? Down there and uh, to the right. Are you new? Yes. The Rock, nice to meet you. My name is... Uh, da- <laughs> and then he just walks away. I love that Great he just stuff. cuts him off. Great stuff. Doesn't even bother to hit him with the it doesn't matter. That's uh, where I thought it was going to go. I yeah. do too, but it, yeah. It's I love that he didn't... Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Don't. Also, it's such a fascinating character to be like, people loved him. Especially at this point. And he's so arrogant, he doesn't even want you to try to tell you his name. Yeah. Or tell him your name, rather. My next note Mm. just says, a talking fucking dog. What? Because there was some weird-ass commercial. I I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I I I saw a talking dog, and I was like, what the fuck? Also, my next note just says, best Chef Boyardee commercial ever. Oh, okay. Because... Hang on. Hang on, because we are not there yet. I got a thing about one of these Chef Boyardee commercials that your your 
your mind okay. is going to seep out of your ears. Okay. Anyway. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Hardy's? Yeah. You've skipped a couple things. I've skipped none of my notes. The Dudley's promo from the world that is not good? Well, that's why I didn't note it. Okay. Uh, the Rock Austin promo? That's later. Uh, why did I write it down first? Well, then he might have... That might have been there. I didn't note it. And then Taker and Kane walk into the ring? Yeah, sure there. Okay. So nothing that I missed was of note, is okay. what you're saying. Okay. I guess not. I don't... I, <laughs> I'm just making sure that we're following... Okay. Yeah, okay. we got it. We didn't okay. miss any Vinces, if you were wondering. No. Okay, hang on, hang on. Mm. <laughs> we both took a drink at the exact same time. So this Hardy's promo... Yes. For, for Chef Boyardee, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. I really hope you're going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about. Go ahead. I noticed who one of the people that they are beating up is. I was so hoping you were going to mention this. Who? There are two of them. One mm-hmm. of them I couldn't quite place. Mm-hmm. The other one, I was like, why does this gentleman look familiar? So I rewound it, and I watched it several times, and then I noticed his gear. They're beating up Christopher fucking Daniels. I knew it! I fucking I knew it! lost... My fucking mind. I Chris fucking Daniels it. getting beat up in a Chef Boyardee commercial by the fucking Hardys in 2001. And he's wearing his gear. Amazing. Amazing. I could not fucking wrap my head around it. At, like, I, I knew it. I knew. I, 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 I was like, that. Can't. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. I watched this shit five times. The, the other gentleman that has like longer hair, I couldn't quite place. He looked like a few people, but I couldn't quite tell which one. Plus, like, it's rapid-fire shots. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fucking Chris Daniels. I love it. And then when they do the wide shot from up above, and he's down on his back before Jeff hits the swanton, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is Christopher fucking Daniels. Yes. I, I legit was like, I hope Tom knows who that is, because I think that might be Chris Daniels. I didn't think you would catch it at all, because it's just such a blink and you miss it. Type the, of thing. The long-eared guy gets the fuck out of here, right? Right. But when I saw that... And here's the, the thing. The bald I, guy. I guarantee I know who that long-haired guy is. I just can't identify him. Yeah. Like, if I were to fucking Google it or Wikipedia, I'm certain I know who that is. But that's fucking Chris Daniels. I, when I saw the bald dude, I was and, and I was like, he kind of moves familiar. It kind of yeah. looks like Christopher Daniels. I hope that Tom will know this. This is amazing. It's him being in his gear. That's, That's yeah, the thing where yeah, I'm like, you guys amazing. couldn't even fucking get generic bikers for him. Like, no. Indie wrestling sensation in 2001, Chris Daniels has to show up to get beat up by Matt and Jeff for Chef Boyardee? How much uh, do you think he got paid? Not enough, frankly. <laughs> Chris Daniels is awesome. Chris, Chris Daniels is one of those guys that I, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about. I think he's a fucking legend. I'm glad that he's happy and successful now. Mm-hmm. Uh I know we've talked about before on the show, he was supposed to be the higher power. Yeah. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. Nope, that was supposed to be Chris Daniels. That would have been awesome. It would have, but uh, they once they had only heard about him. And then once they actually met him, they're like, oh, you're keep in mind, this is that's 98? Yeah. I maybe ni- maybe 99? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're too small. Because this is supposed to be a guy that's going toe-to-toe with Austin, and he's controlling Taker. Uh, you know, whatever, different time, different place, and they're like, "Yeah, no, that sucks, dude." Big time. I agree. It it would have. 
yeah, sure, we wouldn't have gotten that fun moment of it was me, Austin, it was me all along, but also, as we've discussed, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And it should have been Chris Daniels. Dude, you should have been Mordecai, dude. No. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that would have been better. Hell yeah, dude. Like, if, if they had done, if they had gone a different route, giving me bald Chris Daniels with white eyebrows as Mordecai, I'm not saying it would have been good. Yeah. I said it'd be interesting. I said, yeah, it would have been something. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't fucking believe that shit, though. I mm-hmm. was, Jesus Christ. Um, is it main event time? Yes. So, Deborah is managing The Rock at this point. Mm-hmm. And they completely abandon it at WrestleMania. And they never reference it again. Because that was originally, like, the hook. Yeah. It was supposed to be, oh, it's Austin versus Rock. And Austin's wife is managing The Rock. Yeah. So, hot rumor and innuendo. They all hated it. And they did it for a few weeks or whatever. And then basically it was like, yo, we don't need this shit. Yeah. Which they didn't. Fair enough. So they didn't. They just, this is the last time it's ever addressed. Fair enough. They just completely scrap it. So, goddamn... This fucking theme for Stone Cold is fucking AIDS. Fuck you. It's AIDS. Fuck you. It's AIDS. You're, you're just not right. It's 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 uh, anal it's Totally good. It's awesome. It's a moldy turd. It's fun. It's over as fuck. I'd rather be impaled by a piss icicle. You've said this before, and you're still wrong. The people love it. Gotta give the people what they want. I'd rather stretch a colon around my head to use as a beanie. Whose colon? Doesn't matter whose. Oh, I think it matters whose. Uh, matters whose. Matters whose. Uh, I love it. Fuck you. Uh, Taker and Kane. Always cool to see them as a team. Taker. Or I'm sorry. Kane in awesome gear. Taker, not so much. Uh. Wait, is Taker coming out to Roland on this? He sure is. Yeah. Because I skipped it. Uh, I'll take Roland over that fucking American Badass song. Which one's the American Badass Kid song? Rock. Oh. It's it. It's Kid Rock sampling Metallica, which is sacrilege. Oh, God, dude. Uh, if, if, you have put, if you put Roland on, I would rather... Barf into the wind and have it blow back at my face. Roland's a good song. It's fun. Nah. It's fun. I can't, I refuse. It's fucking fun. I don't like fun. No, you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> fucking just go eat some bread. Uh, Are you serious right now? Dude? You don't like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Name something fun. Um, Christopher Daniels. <laughs> you know what else you hate? Freedom. Uh, oh, what the f- what? You're, you're, you're a pissant. You're a pissant. <laughs> if you were a flower, you'd be a pissanthemum. I know what else you hate. People that aren't white. Uh. What? <laughs> Dude. You can't be saying that at a public forum. People are going to isolate that and think it's a real thing. You've said way worse on here. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. You're sure that. about that? That's why? I'm, I'm are you talking 99%. about the fact that I said that I wish that Jerry Lawler had a heart attack earlier? No. Because that's pretty bad. It is. And I stand by it. Anyway, this match 
we're talking about. Are we talking about a show right now? We are. Not just you being a f- hateful, fun-hating bigot. Uh, <laughs> what is this? What, is, what, are, what are we even doing here? I great question. We're not. You're not steamrolling this. You just called me a bigot. You said it, some things. When? <laughs> when? You use the R. Not at the end of the word. What are you saying to me right now? You've you've quoted some things. I understand that. <laughs> it's a quote. It's a quote. And I was saying it for informational purposes. <laughs> okay. You made it sound like I said the hard R on this. No. Never no, in my no, life. No, no, not on this. You needed to I don't. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. You can't be doing this. For the record, never in my life. Okay. Huh. What? For the record, never in my life. Never in your life. What? Have I? <laughs> why am I defending something I don't need to defend? I don't know. You, you know why I'm defending it? Because no. we're on air. We're on air. We're on the air, and you're saying this. You can't be doing I this. I haven't said anything. I've accused you of shit. Are you serious right now, dude? <laughs> You've accused me of the worst thing for white people to say. You've accused me of that. I did. No. I said. You called me a bigot, dude. <laughs> you hate fun. I do hate fun, and I recognize that. Fun is not white. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist. Like, what is happening? What did I miss? I'm defending claims that I don't need to defend because I don't need this to be on air. It only makes you sound more guilty. It really does, but, like, I don't... I just... I need it to, like... Would it really be... Would it be better if you just said... If you called me a bigot and I didn't refute it? Like, I can't... I I can't just let that sit. Then people are going to be like, well, you didn't deny it. And if I deny it, that sounds like a guilty guy. All I'm saying is... I'm in is, a lose-lose situation, and all, all I'm saying is, fuck you, dude. <laughs> all I'm saying is... <laughs> all I'm saying is, I don't know. I don't like what you're saying. Because it's not true. It's untrue. All I'm saying is... <laughs> this is so stupid. All I'm saying is, if fun is a race... It's not white. And you don't like fun. Hypothetically speaking, for the sake of the argument, if fun is a race. <laughs> Woo! <sighs> Call me insane because I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you want to, this is a really bad. I don't want to hear anything. No, from no, you no. Anymore. This this has nothing to do with you. Uh, this is a really dumb, 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 dumb bad joke that I, one of my uncles used to say when he was a kid. Uh, he would <laughs> he would literally say, uh, "I'm not racist. I own a color TV." Yeah, I don't know. 
I can't... Dated, but funny. I can't... Look at you the same anymore. <laughs> yes, you can. This changes our whole friendship. No, it doesn't. Are you... You walk out that door. Uh... <laughs> Hang on. What are you saying I even accused you of? You called me a bigot. If you truly think that this is a sincere thing, then I don't know what to tell you. I... Okay... Here's here. I'm stuck between a, I'm stuck between the rock and a stone cold, here. Because if I don't refute that, all right. Well, you didn't deny it. If I, I do, I'm not going to. It do sounds that. pretty guilty to me. <laughs> uh, That's what a guilty. I, I don't think say. anybody. I feel like maybe. I don't think anybody can listen to this podcast and take anything that I've ever said on here seriously. And if they do, then uh, they're a dullard. And maybe a mallard. Maybe they're a dumb duck. A dullard mallard. Yeah, I got it. You're not a bigot. <laughs> How's that? You just don't like fun. And if fun was a race... What? Again! Like, why do you have to go to that? I just qualify. <laughs> also, the idea that I'm trying to say that if fun, which is... I would call it a, an experience, not even an emotion. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's so stupid. I don't even know what started this. I I don't either. Um, oh, it was you and your bullshit fucking takes on theme music again. That's how, how how did I how did we get from theme music to if fun was a race? Because you don't like fun. <laughs> I hate, I hate you. No, you don't. So. No, you don't. I'm awesome. I'm super fun. You're... Oh, wait! Maybe you do hate me. Because I'm, like, fun. It all makes sense now. Yeah. The things you say, the things you do, you talk about, like, you people in reference to fun people, mainly me. Yeah. I get it now. You've changed, man. (laughs) I am the one that shot you. <laughs> I'm the one that shot you. We're tying it all back together. Can you? I hate, I hate the fact that we still have to talk about this match. Otherwise, that would have been a perfect ending. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, How do we even go back to talking about wrestling? I don't know. I didn't really like this match that much. Yeah. It just kind of seemed like everybody was doing things to fill time. Yeah. That's and that's a shame because I was there's, kind of excited for this. <laughs> there's multiple instances of because they put Rock and, and Austin in like the babyface role here, right? Because like Kane and Taker, yeah. Kane and Taker, they're they're still it's it's face on face on face on face. Yeah, but like Kane and Taker, they got to be dominant. They got to look strong. Yeah, got to. There's at least twice where it's fire up, don't tag clothesline. Yeah. Like, they, they all do it, and it's really frustrating me, especially because it's like, I like all four of these guys, I, like, same. a lot. And I don't same. think it's bad, it's just kind of like, I don't to me, you can just tell that they're just trying to fucking run out the clock and get to the finish. Yeah. And then, wait, what even is the finish? This is, first of all, before we get into the finish, this is the earliest 
will they coexist that I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait, do they actually say it? Yeah. Holy shit. They talk about they have to coexist. They say the word coexist, at least. They might not say, will they coexist? Right, but they use the term, yeah. Yeah. 20 years. Bro. Minimum of 20 years we've been doing this. Um, so the... Also, again, it's the classic, oh, they're opponents on Sunday, but they have to team together tonight. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, oh no. Your phone went off. Continuity rules. Yep. So, run in from Triple H while the ref is distracted. Steel chair shot. That's the finish. Oh, that's right, because Taker actually, Taker actually eats the fall. I, when I have an earlier note here that says, Kane totally eats the fall, right? Shockingly. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Like. But again, I think it's a good way to tie everything else into itself. Yeah, Yeah, it does work. Because we already did shit earlier to tie Kane's story into something else. That is a better finish than I would have thought would happen. And it adds more steam to Triple H and uh, Taker. Yep. Which, by the way, that match is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, hard to believe that happened three times at Mania. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, like, I, I don't know. I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of like there. Yeah. Stone Cold... Does his beer bash thing, yeah, and the amount of beer that he just throws everywhere, without even drinking it, yeah. Like, what's the point at that point? I don't know. Uh, goddamn, I can't think of the guy's name right now. Whoever it is that's throwing them beers to him, though, has a skill. Yeah. Uh, but then we get a classic finisher exchange here, where The Rock hits the center on Austin. Yep. These thank, two did this better than anybody. Thank God. Yeah. That the Rock's theme was playing at the end of this and not Stone Cold's. I mean, logically it should be. He's the one who hits the stunner. All I'm saying is thank God it was anyone's. Mm. But You know what I like better than Stone Cold's theme here? What's that? Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> That's a fucking controversial opinion. Um So Real quick, and I know that I'm like weeks, weeks late on this, but I want to explain something that we referenced on the show at this point almost a month ago that friend of the show, Barry, oh, a.k.a. Bartholomew, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clarified. So when we did the review for the Monday Night Raw the day after Survivor Series and we talked about like, why the fuck does... Vince have the WWF title belt and everything. And I'm, I'm doing this now because it was really cool to have this explained. Plus, this is only a few months removed from what we're covering today. At the end of Survivor Series 2001, Angle hits Austin with the belt and takes it. Mm-hmm. Then he has it the next night on Raw and has and it has come to possession of Vince. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. Again, 2001. They just be fucking making this shit make sense. Peak. Like... It's it's frustrating and at the same time like awesome. But that, it's yeah. It's awesome that it happened this well. This but it's well, frustrating that, that it doesn't it doesn't anymore. now, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, scared now. Fuck because no. you're playing something and it's probably gonna be something that I hate. Well, this is a preview for this new movie called Moonfall. Have you heard about this? I have. It has Patrick Wilson in it and I'm going to see it. I'm probably gonna go see it too. It's Looks completely fucking insane. Yeah.
Anyways, uh, this show is pretty fucking good. I actually. That was painful. <laughs> hey, hey, bitch ass. Bitch ass. Okay, okay. Hang on. Best. I feel like this is my this is people's okay, favorite okay. part of the show. I'll see you that, and I'll raise you. <laughs> you are the worst person I've ever met. Yeah, probably. Um, so, okay. Overall, I actually thought this was an excellent episode of Raw. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I know I talked Final about, like... Final Counter, I think, is nine, right? Nine, yeah. Nine. Which makes... Nine. Which makes... Seventeen total. For WrestleMania, seventeen. Oh, my God. There's no way that's intentional. Did you actually think of that before or just now? Just now. Okay. Holy shit. Uh, amazing. I think it's definitely intentional because it's in 01. But that's my only Nothing was accidental in 01, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this episode of Raw. I know we, we kind of shit on the main event, but that's not to say it was bad. It was Again, it was just... It, it, Fine. It, yeah, yeah, serviceable. Um, I think that this is better than the last... Nitro, but only because of so much being shoved into it. Like, I know I made the note earlier about, like, all that crazy shit happens and we're only 25 minutes in. Yeah. And a lot more crazy shit happens in the next hour and ten. Uh, yeah. Also, Chris Daniels and the Chef Boyardee commercial. Are just amazing. One of the goddamnest things I've ever seen. Uh... So, this concludes our two-part episode on the simulcast. Or two-part, not episode, two-part series. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how do we... How do we end this? Um, let's announce our own simulcast. For With what? This podcast will be going out and be played at the same time as whatever is going on in your lives right now, faithful listeners. We're we, going to play it at the exact same time that you press play. That's just kind of how every episode works, doesn't it? Shit. Let's announce our own simulcast again. We are buying review review. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're buying review review. Um, they don't know it yet, but basically their next episode will start with Bucky and the Tony Schiavone role talking about how no, it'll, it'll start with us in the Vince McMahon. Role. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we hold the, the the lives of Troy to the Max Extreme, Coach Havens and Bucky in the palm of our hands. Mm-hmm. We will do a simulcast on their podcast feed and our podcast feed, where we talk about Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. And that is all. <coughs> and I cough. Okay. Yes. 
Well, what time is it? It's almost one. I'm very tired. Fucking a, dude. I'm very tired. I, I have a chiropractor appointment at eight o'clock in the fucking morning tomorrow. Why did you not kick me out already? We we have to do the show for the people. For who? The people. Fucking eight. God damn it. What are we